Beautiful greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I'm Meredith Frigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. royal beginning <laughs> it's funny though because whenever we're putting in the music in the <laughs> it's like we want it's to like... go ahead and add the music so we we sing or something so every time we sing it's off tune <laughs> because <laughs> dear listeners i'm sorry that you have to if any of because some people put up know, with us i know you have to put up with us <laughs> okay so meredith tell me what we're drinking today so Okay, this is kind of going to ruin my sweet this week, but I went to Montana and I found these teas Mm -hmm. and they were wonderful. So this one is called Montana Gold Mm -hmm. and it's super delicious, very citrusy. Mm -hmm. To me, it reminds me of like fall. It has like, it's uh, like orange pills and cinnamon and cloves and it's delicious. It's really nice. Also, I would like to say, please forgive my, I sound very crackly and nasally today because I'm kind of... Getting a little sick, I think. How dare you? Sorry. I feel bad about it. Does that help? How dare you go on air without being 110% ready? (laughs) Well, then I should have never gone on. (laughs) Oh, you're right. So, (laughs) grab a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or whatever suits your fancy. Uh, Get cozy. Tickles your tummy. Tickles your tummy. Floats your boat. I hate the tickles your tummy thing. You don't like it? No. I've always thought that it's just kind of fun to say. <laughs> no. Tickles your tummy. Tickles your tummy. Soothes your boobs. <laughs> uh, no. I'm done. No? I got nothing. Okay, well, shit. <sighs> Meredith, this is supposed to be a partnership. It's the 50-50. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> Okay, well, I will take my shares and um, shares. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take over this company, Meredith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I won't fight you. <laughs> oh shit! All right, so <laughs> now we've gotten off to a great start. Great start. Yeah, fantastic. We are going to move on to the topic. <clears throat> Which is so appropriate. So, uh, how can you stand your family on the holidays? Um, that's a good question. How do you how do you cope? Um, I think over the years, my family has become acclimated mm-hmm. to. Or do you even have to cope? Do you have like a stressful family? I don't think I have a super stressful family. I just think that they know when, because uh, I'm I'm one of those people who has to be alone to kind of gather myself like and compose to myself. Recharge. Yeah, to recharge. So every once in a while, whenever I go to see the family, sometimes I will straight up just disappear from whatever is going on. Right. And I'll re-arrive magically behind somebody without any notice, um, like 20, 30 minutes later. And I think my family used to get really like weirded out by that, but they don't anymore. I think that that's so good though to like 
you know your boundaries. So you're like, mm-hmm. if I'm getting too stressed or whatever, yeah. I'm just, guys, I'm going to run to the store for a minute and yeah. I'll be back in an yes. hour or three. <laughs> <laughs> but my family knows that about me because I've, I've done that as a kid for like a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. My grandma used to say that I ghost her. That was before ghosting was an actual thing. Nice. But um, she would say that I just straight up disappear for no reason whatsoever without any notice. And then 20 minutes later, I'll be right there like by her side watching her cook. And she'll be like, holy shit. You're a witch. Where did you come from? Witchcraft. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Where did you come from? What Where were you doing? You <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally would say that as a tip for people trying to deal mm-hmm. with families on the holidays, that if you're one of those that just needs to be either alone or mm-hmm. like you have like a fav- favorite family member that you're mm-hmm. like, we're going to leave a little bit mm-hmm. for a, a little while. Yeah. Just to, I don't even announce when I'm leaving. I'll just, like, I'll just deuces. leave and then somebody will be like, hey, uh, where'd Alex go? And then my mom will be like, oh, he disappeared. He'll be back later. I mean, that's, it's just a thing. Yeah. Which I don't have anything against my family for, I mean, the most part, but, (laughs) (laughs) but really, but I mean, like sometimes being around too many people, it just kind of gets to me. Like it draws a lot of energy. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it is overwhelming. For sure. So sometimes I feel like sometimes I need to take a step back. Right. And just kind of relax, listen to my music, maybe go for a drive, um, go pick up some wine, just, um... I don't drink in the car. I'll pick it up and then I'll take it back home ah, and then we'll share. That's good. Like you'll I, share I, with my mom and uh-huh. that's about it. <laughs> I was like, that's so generous of you. But it's like whenever I return, I'm trying to return with a gift. <laughs> so it's just like, here, let's change the subject. Yeah. I don't like how this afternoon's going. So we're going to spruce it up with a bottle of wine. And that's normally what happens. That's fine. And it's not anything necessarily against my family. It's just that I know what my limits are. I, yeah, and I, I know totally, it exhausts me. Yes, I yeah. totally understand too. Cause I have a similar thing where, mm-hmm. um, cause I have, I feel like I have to go to so many different places usually on holidays mm. because like I have a fiance. So we go to right. his family's place, um, as well as like my grandma's within driving distance. Mm-hmm. So we go to her place as well. And I don't really feel like, like it's overwhelming. It is for yeah. sure. I don't necessarily feel like I have to get away, but I am very comfortable with like taking a step back and not really being involved in the conversation Mm -hmm. or being, I'm good with like sitting Mm -hmm. in the background and having a cup Mm -hmm. of coffee and chilling out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I totally get that. I I think that maybe the added stress, it sometimes adds stress to me Mm -hmm. uh, to like be at, you know, Russell's family's house. And like, I love his family and they're awesome. They're sometimes kind of loud, but that's fine. And to be expected. Right. Uh, except c- kind of sort of, cause Russell's not a loud person whatsoever, No. <laughs> but his family is. Hmm. It's interesting. Does he get louder around them? Does he like laugh uh, a lot and like occasionally, joke a lot and like occasionally he adapts? It depends. Yeah. He adapts. He, mm-hmm. um, it's sink or swim there. It's a- <laughs> I'm just joking. They're wonderful people, uh, but it's always really hard to, so I feel for people whenever mm-hmm. I know they have to do this. It's hard to balance going from, you know, your, place to place, yeah, yeah, your, your significant others, mm-hmm. family, and then you have to go to your own family. Yeah. So it's like, you don't want to hurt either family's mm-hmm. feelings. So you're trying to yeah. work with everybody, mm-hmm. but people are like, why are you leaving? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I have to go spend time with more mm-hmm. family. 
I think it's better when people decide to do Thanksgiving with one family and then do Christmas with another. I totally, totally agree. I I think that that's a bit of a better compromise, Mm -hmm. especially when you have kids, because I know people in uh, my extended family who do have children and they're trying to juggle bringing all these children back and forth between different families each holiday. And I'm just like, why don't you just do Thanksgiving? I feel like both families should just get all together. Like, we should all just go to one person's house. <laughs> I don't think that that's possible when you have so much extended family. Right. Like, having so many different families all at one place. It's like a it's like a disaster waiting to happen. I think it would be a disaster, but a fun one. <laughs> like, I think that it would be one that I would just, remember. Just, what, what I would do is get all the families together. I would get in the center, and I would just be like, you know what? I heard her say your mama. And then just let them go at it. You know, just like... It's like a family fight club. <laughs> that would be totally awesome, actually. <laughs> Except the babies. No baby fight club. Oh, no babies allowed. Well, there's a movie that that's in where there's like, it's a baby, like this um, uh, nursery or daycare or something. Mm-hmm. They start a baby fight club. What? <laughs> uh, but I can't remember what movie it's I want to watch that movie. Yeah. I that can't. sounds like a funny movie. I think it is meant to be humorous. Oh, okay. A comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Meant to make people go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. <clears throat> Lots of extended families to deal with. Yes. I've never had that happen to me because I'm forever alone. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, something. Okay. So, so uh, another kind of tip that I would give people is to lower your expectations, which sounds bad. But if you lower your expectations for what the evening or event is going to okay. be, then maybe you won't be so. Okay. So like if you go in thinking, oh, I'm going to get everything I wanted for Christmas mm. or, oh, I'm going to get to make the dish that I want to make or mm-hmm. oh, and like, no, you're not going to yeah. get to do anything. You're going to get just, a shitty gift. Yeah, and then, just let it happen. Yeah. Go there and expect whatever happens or just let things occur. Yeah. So just lowering your expectations before you go to the holidays and mm-hmm. you're not expecting it to be like a movie. Mm-hmm. You don't want, it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Your, you know, mother is still going to nag on you about right. your scapula's back. <laughs> <laughs> Sit up straight. Damn it. Oh goodness. So, uh, that reminds me of a song by Bo Burnham. Have, do you know what I'm talking about? I love Bo Burnham. Lower your expectations. Have you ever heard that song? I probably have, but I don't know no. it like right now <laughs> off the top of my head. It's like, uh, Oh goodness. Um, and that sounds like it's, I mean, it sounds like it's being mean or something, but I seriously think that people should lower their expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like the, and I was almost going to say narcissistic, but mm-hmm. that's not what I mean. Neurotic, mm-hmm. especially like the neurotic mom that's trying to make everything picture perfect. Mm-hmm. And she wants all her children there and <laughs> all that jazz. Right. right. If you're going to have a good holiday, you need to understand that mm-hmm. sometimes you have Not everything is going to go your way. Right. Yeah. You've got to compromise. Yes. Um, you have to go with the flow. Realize that the holidays enjoy the are about moment. love. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the love that is there. That's something I do actually appreciate about Russell's family mm-hmm. is that they aren't at all your conventional family. Like it's mm-hmm. it's uh, very mixed of a lot of people mm-hmm. and uh, they go with it. So if something happens mm-hmm. like uh, last Christmas... Um, my soon to be sister-in-law, she was making these uh, egg casserole things for breakfast and she left the plastic on it when Mm -hmm. she was baking it. 
but forgot it. Oh. But she's also pregnant too, so we blamed it on that. <laughs> she had pregnant brain going on. But anyway, so like uh, my my soon to be brother in law and mm-hmm. I were, went in there to take him out of the oven, and mm-hmm. we both saw that there was plastic on it. But we only saw it on one. So there were two casseroles and we only saw it on one. And we were like, oh God, we're not going to tell them. We're just going to take it off and throw it in the trash. So we didn't tell them. And then we didn't realize that the second one also had plastic on oh. it. So we didn't remove that one and somebody else found it and they totally told everybody. Oh my we God. We ate it anyway though. Y'all just took the plastic off. Yeah, we just but took the plastic off and ate it. Y'all couldn't get away with it though. No. <laughs> you tried. We were, we were trying because uh, Kenny and I were both like, she's pregnant. So <laughs> she's not thinking clearly, but it's stuff like that. Like it's, mm-hmm. it also adds little funny antidotes later yeah. as well. Yeah. Like I'm doing right now, but it's like, I don't know, just going with the flow and seeing what happens and don't expect everything to be perfect because mm-hmm. uh, I can tell you for sure that it won't be. No, absolutely not. People won't show up. People will show up who you did not want them to show yeah, up. People will show up that was just, drunk. <laughs> people will show up with like cases of Tupperware and just take food and then leave. Yeah. I've had that happen. At, I don't remember who it was, but at a family reunion somewhere, somebody just came to the reunion and took like six plates and then just left. Jesus. So that, that brings me to another tip mm-hmm. um, that I really like is not, don't overdo things. So don't be the overbearing <laughs> asshole. So don't be the person that comes in and grabs six plates and leaves. Um, or don't come in and be the one that's like, that you get super smashed and you're like, mm-hmm. I love everybody. Cause all yeah. the family members are rolling their eyes at you right now. If you're that person, just know, you know, auntie Meredith is telling you Dude. right now. <laughs> They're laughing at you behind oh, your yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Probably in front of your face, actually, depending that on too. the family. I also have a very loud family, and we will <laughs> laugh at somebody I'm in aware. Their face. Yeah. <laughs> I do love your family. They're very nice people, but they are loud. We are very loud. We all try to talk over each other, too. One of the really strange things about our family that I've realized is that we will be having conversations over each other. So, like, if two people are sitting on one side of the room and two people are sitting on the other side of the room, both conversations will be happening at the exact same time. And we're all pretty loud. So then we just incrementally get louder and Everyone's louder. Everyone's yelling louder. over yeah. each other. It's just like, what did she say? And I'm just like, I heard her say your mama. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I just want to fight to break out right now. I need some entertainment. It's fun. Sure. But then whenever I say that, it's normally my mom that I'm referring to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's kind of what I'm talking about. So overdoing it, like make uh, being the one that's like people are like annoyed with, like try not to be that person. Yeah, If you are, if you don't know if you're that person, then you are. If you don't know if you're the annoying family (laughs) member, then it's you. And I'm sorry. Just deal with it. You got to tone it down. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get real. You know how I like to um, get real every once in a while. Yeah, it's always like 17 it, minutes in. It's <laughs> into the episode is when we get real. Really? Yeah. You've noticed? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> For comedic effect, I made up a lie. Okay. 
Go ahead. I, I tend to do that pretty often. <laughs> so no. I applaud you. <laughs> Go ahead. Get real. Also, don't you dare steal my thunder. Whatever. <laughs> you have no thunder. <gasps> Feel the thunder. Bum, bum, bum. Lightning. Never- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know what song you're referring to, mm. but I don't remember the song itself. I love that song. Okay. Anyway, back to the point. <laughs> Let's get real. Mm-hmm. So, um, growing up as a homosexual, <laughs> it was very apparent to me and most of my homosexual friends and people that I had known over the years that it's really, really difficult to be around family. So, um, I think even if you're not a homosexual it's hard to be around family sometimes. It depends. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're like the quarterback of your football team and or a cheerleader. Yeah, that too. Like, I mean, as long as you have some recognition that outshines um, your moral integrity. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I used to have littles whenever I was in college. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them would tell me, like, I don't... I'm not going back home for the holidays winter break. Yep. I'm just going to stay here. And I'm just like, well, I'm staying here too. We can do a Friendsgiving or we can do a, yeah. a little Christmas exchange with just a couple of us. So for the generation that I was raised in, we were, we are the very beginning of the millennials. Yeah. Well, I think the millennials start in like the eighties. I thought they started in like 91. I'm uncertain, but I think that, so there's a, sorry, uh, an off track little Mm -hmm. tidbit. So I was during a holiday as it happens, I was talking to Russell's sister about uh, millennials and she Mm -hmm. was like, I found out I'm a millennial, but she's in her thirties. So she had, um, she was born in the eighties. Really? So it starts in the eighties or something. Late eighties. But they don't claim to be millennials because millennials suck. (laughs) I don't think they do, but we're snowflakes. That's what everybody says, yeah. Yeah. Unique little snowflakes. Mm, how delicate. How delicate we are. Our little egos. Such narcissist millennials like, are. God damn it. Fucking millennials. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a sip of tea. Uh, so, um, getting real. Yes. Um, from when I was being raised... As a young, young child, homosexual marriages weren't legal yet. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until homosexual marriages became legal that things kind of became a little bit more popularized. Right. So it's more acceptable in mass media now. It's more acceptable in social media. Like you see RuPaul's Drag Race all over the place. So RuPaul's Drag Girls, the drag queens, they are taking over media right now. Mm -hmm. And you see them on Billboard. You see them on uh, Instagram. They're all over the place. But for those of us who were caught right before that moment, growing up as a young homosexual, not being able to feel comfortable with yourself, made it very, very awkward to be in family events or family situations. And it was really difficult. I noticed it wasn't that difficult for me because I had a very accepting mother who stood up for me. But whenever I was in high school, I knew of a lot of people who were scared to go to Thanksgiving yeah. or scared to go to Christmas because they didn't want to have to deal with that. 
it wasn't actually just having to deal with your family like oh it's a nuance or oh it's just like eh, roll your eyes and be done with it it was an actual fear yeah like, people didn't want to be a part of it because of the way that they were being judged or the way that they were being perceived or they would be shunned or whatever it happened to be so one of the great things that rupaul said before is that we get to choose our family you know, we get to choose who we allow into our lives and into our inner circle. Just because somebody shares blood with you, that does not mean that they are not a toxic factor in your life. For sure. You need to be aware of those things. You need to have the willpower and the courage to know that, you know what, this isn't what is right for my life and who I am and who I'm trying to be and all the things that I'm trying to accomplish. Right. So it is a good, good advice to, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have such a toxic relationship with your family, Mm -hmm. not even going to a a holiday event is, you know, they might be upset about it, Mm -hmm. but what's more important, Mm -hmm. your mental well being and you loving yourself and, and having, um, good boundaries. Yeah. Or is it more important to make your family happy that, they don't obviously care that much about right. you if right. they're giving you such a hard time during the holidays. Yeah. I mean, they, they care. So it's kind of a double edged sword even yeah. sometimes because sometimes they're doing it because they care so much. They love mm-hmm. you so much. They want you to be around and they yes. want to know what's going on. And, and they, unfortunately there's still people out there that think like homosexuality mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, yeah, uh, is it, a sin. It, it, yeah, it might not even be that you're a homosexual. It might just be that maybe you're the black sheep of the family. Right. Or maybe you went to liberal arts school. Maybe you're an atheist. M- uh, maybe you um, have polka dots all over your... I don't know. This is... <laughs> Hmm, deep conversations. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter who you are, what you were raised as, where you live, or what you do. Right. The fact of the matter is, you need to have the willpower to recognize what is healthy for your life. Right. And sometimes, there are certain aspects of your family that are not. And you also have to understand where your family comes from, too. Like, let's say, off of, um, like, if you're vegan... And you go home for the holidays Mm -hmm. and and your family might give you a hard time because they feel like it's unhealthy Mm. or something like that. Like they think you're not getting enough protein or, um, and then, you know, they're doing it out of your well being. like Mm -hmm. they're trying to. And so you taking a step back and thinking, okay, Mm -hmm. they're trying to help me. Like they, they think that this is harming me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to take this personally because they love me. And so they're trying to be, do their best for Mm me. It becomes a little more difficult whenever it's something like if you are gay and you mm-hmm. go home and they think that, you know, it's You're against God. To hell. Yeah, it's yeah. against God. So you, you can't do that again. That's out of love. They yeah. love you and they want you to they want you to be the best person you can be. And they feel like you're not, um, which is wrong. Yeah. But it is not from a hateful place. Their knowledge and wisdom is misguided. Yes. And I feel like knowing that is a little more difficult. It takes away the blame or the fault. Yeah. Because you have the power to forgive people for being misguided. You do. And just because somebody is misguided or they believe something that you don't believe, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad person. It just means that the cards that they were dealt, the cards that were given to them and that they chose and the things that they have lived with all of their life may not be the same cards that you have. Right. And and it's even during the holidays as an opportunity to almost educate. So like 
I'll educate a bitch. Well, um, even in invite me to your family <laughs> gathering, and I will educate a bitch for you. Well, even in my my own family experiences too. Like I've educated my grandmother about veganism. I'm not vegan, mm-hmm. um, but I've gone through in and outs of phases being mm-hmm. vegan before. And then, like with um, Russell's family, there was a gathering. I don't remember if it was a Thanksgiving or maybe it was a Mother's Day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that I went there and. Um, you know, some of his family was confused about transgender Mm -hmm. and me and Russell and then his sister and her wife, all of us were like trying to, we weren't hateful. Mm -hmm. We were just explaining, you know, some people, yes, don't feel right. And how they were born. Like they feel like they're different. Mm -hmm. This, this, that the body they're in isn't the body that belongs to them. Mm -hmm. And so us explaining that to them, it's almost, and they afterwards were like, okay, I understand a little more. So it's like, like you're it opening sense. it up. There's okay. So there's this great quote by Aristotle that um, I've never let go of, and it says, "Intelligence is the ability to entertain a thought without accepting it as a belief." Right. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong. Yes. Is that just question because, everything? Yes, question everything, but that doesn't mean you have to commit it as a part of your belief system or a part of your identity or your religion or whatever the case may be. I totally agree. You should be able to entertain a thought and understand it without believing it. Right. That sounds contradictory. No, but I totally agree. People who are, uh, this is a very research-based thought actually. Mm -hmm. So like when you... When you're a researcher, mm-hmm. you question everything. everything. Like every before it, you come to a conclusion, every it's result very, it's, that it's you very get. Like a um, a scientific. What's that thing that we learned in school? The scientific method. I thought that it had another name other than the scientific method. I thought that there was an actual like a big, long, complicated word for it. <laughs> I I can't think of it. If it is okay, I well, wasn't then, paying that we'll, much attention. We'll just call it the scientific um, method. Method and be done but yeah it's kind of like the scientific method like you you have have these steps yeah you have these steps that you follow to figure out to find your conclusions but you don't ever actually like say this is my definite answer until you have all the factors right you know what i mean yeah yes i i totally agree so even Mm -hmm. when you're even when you are listening to people and even if you think somebody is being bigoted or whatever Mm -hmm. you should say to yourself okay Oh, you know, why did they think that? And yeah. is there some truth behind mm-hmm. why they think that? Even if you're like, your core of yourself is screaming, no, yeah. they're completely wrong. A- an educated, mm-hmm. calm, um, the person that thinks things out yeah. will question things, yeah. will say, and you know, they'll listen to the, mm-hmm. the side of other people. Cause that's when we did that too, we listened to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Russell's family and, you know, mm-hmm. we were like, you know, we understand this isn't part of your generation. Yeah. Like this is something completely different for you and yeah. different is scary. Change is scary. Yeah. And there's been so much change in this past, you know, century Yeah, that to people who have seen such big changes, it could probably seem a little intimidating. Yes, it definitely is intimidating whenever you have so much knowledge and so many different viewpoints of how people believe things, it becomes intimidating because children, obviously, uh, as a parent, your responsibility is to provide your children with all the tools that they will need to survive their life. Right. That's what your responsibility is. If 
people don't have all of the tools, all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom, all of the things that they need to face certain obstacles, then they will be stuck in their foundation mm-hmm. for however long right. on whatever subject. So, okay, we, we've said all this. I'm, I am not saying, though, that holidays are the opportunity for you to, like, <laughs> change everybody. Because that's not what I mean. Oh, you don't, you won't change them. No. You'll never be able to change Most likely you won't. No. Because most people are kind of stuck in the thoughts that they have. Right. Um, and that's fine. Yeah. You, But that's something you have to accept is that, mm-hmm. you know, you might have some, I have some racist uh, mm-hmm. family members and, you know, you cannot change their mind. Mm-hmm. I, I will tell them I don't agree with them uh, I, and that I love them. But, mm-hmm. you know, this is not something that's in my values. Yeah. And most of the time it's respected. So mm-hmm. I think that coming from a place where, like, you you say to yourself, okay, this person and I are just not going to agree on this. Yeah. But, you know, you can still love them. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole phrase, you can like your family. You can... Not like your family, but you love but them. You love them, yeah. yes. Yeah, I think that that's it's to keep in mind. Like you're not going to change people's minds, but no. maybe if they ask a couple of questions about things, yeah. I don't think the overall goal should be to sway somebody's viewpoints. I think the overall goal should be maybe to, the question. Yeah, just raise a question. Yeah. I th- I think the overall goal is that recognition that you know what this is my life and this is how I'm going to live it and I understand that this is what you believe. Yeah. But a recognition on both sides. So yeah. even you recognizing mm-hmm. that they have their own beliefs. Yeah, a- agreeing to disagree is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And it also allows you to forgive one another because there are people that I agree to disagree um and I still forgive them, not because they have cruel intentions or they want to judge somebody, but because with the tools that they have been provided to believe certain things that they have come to believe, that is their best option. Right. That is what they do best. That is how they live their life to their fullest. And you know what? If I'm going to sit here and preach that I live my life to my fullest, these are the tools that I have been given to live my life to my fullest. If you have been given separate tools, if you have been given different knowledge or uh, been raised to believe a different way, then you have to live your best life too. Right. That's perfectly fine. But when your intentions become malicious or when your morals have been compromised, that's when I judge people. Right. I don't judge people on disagreeing with me i judge people on maliciously trying to tear down yeah trying to trying to tear down the yes. belief systems or the characters or the qualities and the virtues making that I you have. seem like you're a bad exactly. person because you're this yes yeah and that's where a lot of people um that's where the gray area comes in whenever whenever it comes to holidays around the families because a lot of people will tear you down Mm-hmm. And those people are the kinds of people that you need to recognize as toxic. Yes. And that's what, when I say, like, maybe, maybe don't go home for the holidays. Yeah. If you've got a bigoted father who can't accept the fact and it's, calls you like a, um, a faggot or whatever, yeah. like somebody who's that kind of toxic, yeah. that's awful. And yeah. you should avoid them. <laughs> yes. And it's a tough decision and not everybody has the willpower to do no. that, but you need to find, I think we talked about virtues a long time ago on one of the episodes I talked about Maya Angelou Mm -hmm. and talking about she said that courage is the most important virtue right because without courage you cannot practice any other virtue consistently you're a big quoter today I am a big quoter 
today. When I get real, I pull from other people. <laughs> you have three people <laughs> that you cited <laughs> quoting wise. Who? Who? Uh, I did Aristotle. Yes. I did Maya Angelou. Who else did I quote? Um, oh, man. You did one other person, though, for sure. Okay. And I can't. So whenever we re-listen and edit this, <laughs> I will point it out. Okay. Okay. But um, I do I do like to pull wisdom from other people. It mm-hmm. kind of allows me to get a conscience idea of what I'm trying to say. And it also allows you, my dear listener, to kind of understand where I'm coming from. Because I don't want somebody to say, like, oh, this is how Alex feels because he's been judged in the past. I want to provide the most educated and most wise as possible um, explanation for the advice that I give to people. Right. So it's it's not so much so that I want people to, I don't know... Sh- like boycott their families uh, yeah, or boycott something. Their, or isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. I just want people to have the courage and have the virtues and have the willpower to know what is healthy for them mm-hmm. and have the ability to say no and, when yeah. it's no. It's you not know a I mean? selfish act. It's not a selfish it's thing. Selfish. It, it is a tough decision to make to sometimes separate yourself from toxic behavior, mm-hmm. but it's important. I agree. Yeah. That is our topic. <laughs> Every once in a while, I like to get real. Evidently. <laughs> well, there are things... That's fine, though. I think that... it's a topic... So, I actually picked this topic because I wanted it to be, like, a fun, lighthearted thing about dealing with your families. However, though, it is difficult at times to to really... To understand dealing with the holidays can be very hard for some people. Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't get that. You know what? Why does um, Why does Alex not want to come to uh, have dinner with us this Thanksgiving? Um, why does he always choose to work whenever he's uh, around the holiday season? Right. Because I do choose to work a lot, and I always tell people. Um, I work Thanksgiving and I work Christmas because there is a high, high need for people mm-hmm. to work. But um, it's not because I don't love my family. It's because I know where my limits are. And that's okay. Yeah. I think that's good. And it's good to get real occasionally. And now we're moving yeah. <laughs> on to our next segment. Yes. Brewing something bitter. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bitter. About what? <laughs> tell me, Alex, tell me. <laughs> I sound a little too happy about that. About what? About- <laughs> <laughs> I realized I sounded like happy that you were bitter. And I was like, oh, I don't mean it like that. Okay, so, um,. I think I've had this as a bitter before, but I'm a little stressed out about going back to school. Oh, it yeah? It makes me anxious because I am... Um, last time when I left school, this the last time I was in school, it was not a very good experience. So now that the next semester is coming up and I'm getting ready to go back to school and I'm starting my phlebotomy certificate program... Um, I'm getting really anxious about it. Part of me knows that I'm just going to kick ass because yeah. I'm kind of amazing. I mean, let's just, let's just get that out of the way. I'm kind of amazing. I'm a big deal. Are you? To myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, to who? I'm just joking. <laughs> but another part of me is, 
I, I feel like I'm ready, but there's always that doubt in the back of my mind. Like, are you really ready for this? Right. There's always going to be doubt, though. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of adults go through that. Yes. I don't want to call myself an adult because I'm nowhere near. <laughs> I, I always think that I'm like, I'm not really an adult. But my mom recently was like, I'm not actually an adult. And I was like, you're 40. <laughs> well, she's 42 or something like that. But I was like, you have to be an adult by now. <laughs> You've got to be. You have had two children and they're grown. Oh, goodness. Dear Simone. <laughs> Lovely Simone. Yes, I love thee. Let me count the ways. One, one thousand, two, one thousand. Uh, anyway, no, so it, it the semester is coming up so fast. Then I start, of course, in the fall. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I'm starting to get really anxious about it. Not so much worrisome, because I know that I'll do fine. But I know that my anxiety is going to skyrocket whenever right. I'm going to work full time. And I'm trying to finish out this program. As well. Yeah, it is hard. I'll say mm-hmm. that it's very difficult to do work full time. And, and not having the best experience mm-hmm. with school. It kind yeah, of put sure. me, it, it put me in a, um, an unstable perceptive of how I handle my life. Yeah. So like, I'm trying to get everything ready and prepared. And I've, what I feel like is the anxiety coming to is going to prepare me for when it finally comes. And then whenever it finally comes, I'm just like, Oh, this is like, this is, <laughs> this is fine. Like uh, I'm already done. It, uh, <laughs> like, you're, you being anxious over what's going to happen is so much worse than what actually yeah, happens. Exactly. So that's what I'm hoping it's like. <laughs> it will. Okay. Let, we're just going to say it will. Okay. It will. Okay. 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 <laughs> is it my turn now? Yeah. Go okay. Ahead. So my bitter is that I cannot seem to catch up this week. I've had such a, it hasn't been hectic or anything. I, I went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Montana mm-hmm. and, uh, it was a lot of fun and we did a lot of things. And then I flew back and it was like 1045 when I landed, my plane landed and Russ picked me up and then I went to sleep. And then the next morning I went to work. Mm. So like I've been at work yeah. and then work has been crazy and there's mm-hmm. mean people there. Yeah. Meanies. Oh, mean people at work. Yes. I, it's, I can't go into it actually, <laughs> but okay. They're mean. Okay. Okay. So I've had, you know, mean people all for the rest of the week at mm. work. So Wednesday I went back to work and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it felt like a full week. Mm. Like that's kind of how bad the, the people yeah. were being. And then, um, like the house was a wreck my fiance didn't clean. Mm. Um, so like I came home and it was a mess and it was like, whatever. And then over, uh, yesterday we started, we cleaned everything, mm-hmm. uh, except his office, <laughs> which is where we're recording, <laughs> where we're recording. And it's not great looking, no. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I feel a little better about it and I feel a little more caught up, but there's still things I want to do and I have to do. And, I'm feeling anxious because I'm taking uh, a, an exam next Saturday. Mm. So that will be interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm trying to catch up. Yeah. That's my bitter. Wow. All right. <laughs> Deep breath. <laughs> Collectively. So, yeah. um, Alex. Yes. What's sweet this week? Um, I'm really excited about um, a new artist that I discovered. Uh huh. Her name is LP. And there's a song called Lost on You. Hmm. And it really, I didn't hear this, the uh, studio version first. I actually heard a live performance first. Right. Of, I was just scrolling through Facebook 
and I just so happened to come across this person singing in a very cozy looking, just like stage. It was set up very minimally and it was very, very nice. It was just a very cozy, very warm, welcoming stage. Right. And, um, at first I thought it was a man, but then she started to sing and I was just like, Oh, this is the voice of a woman. I can get into this. So she started to sing and it was very like, um, rock meets country meets just alternative. That kind of dig that hollowing. uh, Her sound was very hollowing and very just like eerie. And it made me like really feel something when I heard her sing Mm because she sang from her gut and she just poured her, her heart name's out. LP. LP. I'll show uh, you the video that I watched whenever okay. we um, get done with are this. finished with this. Yes. Yeah. But um, I had never heard of her before. Apparently, she has like three or four albums out already. She mm. has an album out. She has an album coming out next week, and she's starting tour. She's going to be in Dallas in March. And I'm just like, I really want to go. But yeah. I have so much stuff to do next year already. <laughs> yeah. I have a concert to go to. I have a wedding to go to. And then I have your wedding to help with whenever that time comes. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff coming up next year. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to see her. But I am obsessed. I've looked her up on Apple Music. I've looked her up on YouTube, on the Wikipedia to understand her entire life. The Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but, um incredible incredible artist she oh and she's a whistler oh wow she would so i found a video of her whistling and she was like doing a whistle battle with somebody else Hmm. and of course she won the battle because she's an actual artist and um at the very end of the battle this dude was just like okay i want you to whistle something and i'm gonna try and do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So she ended up whistling a classical tune. And I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously she's very well trained. Right. And obviously she knows exactly what she's doing. She's an incredible songwriter. She's written songs for Rihanna. She's written songs for Cher. That's awesome. All sorts of stuff. And I had just, I never knew who she was. But now that I've seen her, now that I've heard her voice, I can recognize all of her music everywhere. Right. But it wasn't until that moment when I saw her and I listened to her actually perform. I was mm-hmm. just like, this is a goddess. Yeah. This is like, amazing. She's incredible. Yeah. LP. 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 We'll have to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. I love new artists. I love it so much. And it's the perfect time because, you know, in winter season, music normally gets a little bit more eerie, a little bit more dark mm-hmm. centered, a little bit more kind of like lingering and hollowing. So her music right now is very, very appropriate. Good. I love it. Yeah. I, I, the way you described it, I probably would love it mm-hmm. as well. Well, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I have what my, my suite is this week, but I also heard a song on the radio that I was like, this is an amazing song. So I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you what the song is in a minute. Okay. Actually, no, I'll tell you right now. Okay. So it's, I think it's okay. It's young, the giant, um, supervision. Mm-hmm. No, superposition. Superposition? Superposition. I think That's Young sexual. the Giant. <laughs> superposition. Hey. Um, I think Young the Giant is the band name. And superposition I, I is. Want, that sounds familiar. It's super good. And I'll play it for you later as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it on the radio yesterday. And I had been hearing it, but I couldn't understand what they were saying. So I couldn't look up the lyrics and look up the words. Mm. And I finally found out what the song is called mm. and who it, who the artist is. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So I'll play it for you later. Okay. It's like super jammy mm-hmm. and I love it so much. 
But anyway, so my my <laughs> other suite, my actual suite this week, it, you talking about music just reminded me <laughs> that. I, but anyway, so my suite this week is that I obviously I went to Montana, which I explained earlier, mm-hmm. and you know got wonderful teas and had a great time and it was beautiful. Um, but also I went and got to see Boy Erased. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that movie? Mm-mm. Okay, so uh, it's not really like they don't play it here. It's only in certain cities. Hmm. It's an indie film, mm. and it's like uh, this man. It's a based off of a true story. Um, this this boy. Um, it, it's a story about his um, experience with conversion therapy. Hmm. And it is really interesting and, interesting and it was super good. I was expecting it to be, I mean, parts of it were sad, but I was expecting it to be so devastatingly sad yeah. that I wouldn't be able to cope. Like I'd be bawling <laughs> and there were parts that I would got teary eyed and cried, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was just really good and hopeful. You've which been I, gone for so long. We have so much to catch up yes, on. Yes, we do. It, it was just so good. Mm-hmm. Alex, you would love it, yeah. that movie. It was it, at the end. It's like. You think it's going to be devastating and sad, but it was so just full of hope and just mm-hmm. a, not lighthearted, yeah. um, but it was just like a, a great movie mm-hmm. um, that me and my mom went to go see. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's my sweet. Yay. Yeah. Good movies. Good music. All of that. Good times. Good times. That sounded like a logo. <laughs> <laughs> good movies. Good. What did we say? Good. Good movies. Good, good music. music. Good times. Yep. That's a bumper sticker waiting to happen. Copyrighted. If anybody sells that, you owe me. (laughs) Amen. TM. TM. Trademark. Yep. (laughs) Anyway. Now that we've covered all that, (laughs) you got anything else? No, that's it for me. Okay. All right, my beautiful, beautiful listeners. Um, If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, which I hope you do after this episode, we got a little real. Yeah. Please feel free to email us, contact us on any social media. All of our links are in the description, as always. Mm -hmm. And until next time, beautiful farewells. And uh, we'll just have to see what we come up with next week. Yep. (laughs) See ya. Bye. Bye.